TheItSpot.com Scientists are stupid. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Hello there. Hi. And welcome to an episode of Air Out My Shorts. An episode. An episode. An episode. Not not another episode, just an episode. An episode. uh, I am Preston Buttons. I'm the Word Whore. And uh, we're back. We're back. What, uh, With a vengeance. <laughs> what have you been up to? Mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. One woman's fight against stuff. You are speaking louder. I know. You got the headphones on, but they're not plugged in. So now you're, you're <laughs> so playing we, host. We've solved our problem. <laughs> I shouldn't be able to hear myself. And uh, all of a sudden, it's become important to you to actually speak into the microphone. Incredible. It's so weird. I don't remember lighting this cigarette. When did I light it? <laughs> it's lit. Days ago. Oh. Hmm. Um, not too much. What's happening with you? Um, I saw a couple of movies. Good. Um, that always gives us, it kills a bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for two minutes. Uh, I saw um, two movies. I saw one uh, was Paranormal Activity which uh, is supposed to be hugely scary and stuff, uh-huh. but it wasn't really. wasn't? There Nothing's was some, ever scary no, no, anymore. Generally, no, but sometimes there are. Like, I, I really like the Blair Witch. I bought into it. Yeah? It worked, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I waited too long to see yeah, it, no, it, and the hype ruined it You really it for had me. to know nothing about it. Yeah, I, I was and And, of course, you have to buy into it. Like, you have to let your imagination do the work, right? Mm. Um, for this... For this, it was, I mean, there were some kind of creepy kind of things, but it just wasn't a great movie, and it didn't help that uh, there were some chatty people in front of me. Oh, that sucks. Which, at one of the parts that would have been like, holy fuck, that's freaky. They, they just happened to be talking it. at the beginning of, yeah. of that. Like, and I was like, oh, I man. I hate that. I wanted to kill them. I hate people who talk in the theater. Yeah. Especially if they're with you. You know, and they're leaning over and saying mm. things during the movie. It drives me nuts. Or if you go to the movie with Angry Phone Guy, he's all—he's constantly, like, shoving food items in your face through the whole movie. <laughs> and I can't, I can't, you know, I need to, like, lose myself in the movie and block out all the, everything that's going on in the theater. And he's constantly, like, shoving popcorn in your face and licorice and handing you stuff. And it's very nice and polite and, and everything, but it's like, stop, stop. You know, if I wanted that shit, I would have bought it. Damn it! <laughs> um, Not that I've been to a movie with Angry Phone Guy in years, but well, may, perhaps he stands changed. out as as a movie uh, food interrupter. Um. So there was that, and then um, I uh, saw Inglorious Bastards. Oh, finally. I have not yet seen it. And uh, I was, liked it. Was it worth it? I liked it, yeah. I thought so. It's long um, and very deliberately shot, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, every scene is long with sort of, not necessarily long pauses, but, you know. Would you recommend it? Yes. Because I've been undecided. No, no, absolutely. I was going to wait and, and use it as a rental, but... 
Yeah. No, it's uh, it's you know looks nice. It's a mm. it's a good story. It's just not how like if you if you watch the trailers, you'd think it's some kind of sort of comedy action, like the Dirty Dozen or something yeah. like that. Where uh, I'm curious, it's about not that the, at all. I'm curious about the the men who stare at goats movie. I I, I can't tell from the ads if it's going to be any good, but I remember it must have been a book because I remember Angry Phone Guy reading it and talking to me about it at length. Hmm. And I thought it was a serious kind of business book. You know, like a how to win friends and influence people. I didn't I, I don't know how that translates into a comedy movie. I but, I don't know anything about it. I uh, just heard the title. Let's George Anyway, Clooney, I've right? been yeah, I've been meaning to well, yeah, I'll go see it because of George, but because it's gorgeous, George. Because George can stare at my goat anytime he wants. <laughs> but um, no, I'm a little confused, and I've been meaning to call Angry Phone Guy and ask him if I misinterpreted and the book was supposed to be a comedy, or if somebody's just put that spin on it in film, which could be interesting. Hmm. Apparently, uh, it's you know it's some sort of training for interrogators or, or people being interrogated or something like that. I, I have very vague memory of not angry phone guy talking my ear off while he was reading that book. And it was always on the back of his toilet, you know, along with the greased up workout men magazine. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the shield of Achilles. <laughs> all the all the books that he pretended to be reading because they were really heavy and long. <laughs> Gravity's a rainbow. Yeah, he gets, he gets the, <laughs> the men's magazines. Yeah, for the all articles. those oiled up shiny men, but nope, straight. He's straight. Mm-hmm. We're talking about men's fitness or the like. Stuff like that. Not, anyway, not Playgirl. I'm confused about the whole goat staring business. I just know that it was a something apparently that under this kind of training, people could stare at a goat and make it either die or pass out. Mm. I'm hesitant oh. to mention this, but do you have a hickey? I shouldn't. You do. <laughs> either that or you've been curling your hair and you, your <laughs> curling iron slipped. That's my story. That's I'm the story I always used in high school. Mm. Which is around about the last time I had a hickey. I fell downstairs. <laughs> On your neck. <clears throat> Vacuum cleaning incident? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I did take a spell. Buttons as a hickey. Buttons as a hickey. No, I don't. My beer's empty. Then <laughs> get a beer. I can't. It's over there. Oh, fuck. You get it. You get it. I'll introduce this week's story. What do you mean this week's? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's not a beer. That's your beverage. I just need the one that's open. Yeah, that one. Oh, thank you. I don't know why I put it away. Um. When, we never ever said this week's story. Where did that come from? Well, we possibly could have. When, Maybe uh, we did when, when we, we were, were weekly. Yeah. Actually, I think we've been doing rather well, don't you? 
We're back on track. We're back on target. We're we're doing good. I wouldn't say weekly, but well, I think we're weekly-ish. Weekly. Semi-monthly. Uh, yeah. So we got a story. Yay! Oh, you know what? What? Inglorious Bastards. Um, didn't uh didn't see Quentin Tarantino acting in it. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Holy crap. I I can only assume he stuck himself in as a German somewhere. But I don't he's, remember seeing him. He's one odd bastard. Spelled all kinds of ways. Your eyelashes are falling out. What's going on? You've got hickeys. Your eyelashes are falling out. You're molting. <laughs> You're not covered in uh, raccoon scratches this time. No. I'm, uh... But I'm sore all over. I don't want to know. I think... <laughs> really don't want to know. Okay, we have a story. We do. Yep. We've got a little story from uh, from a guy named Keith McNally. Who the fuck is that? Uh, he's a guy I met uh, in New York, actually, at uh, Keith and the Girls, well, Keith Malley's stand-up. Oh! And um, uh, Keith McNally. Malley McNally. That's that's why I'm confused. Yes, this is so not Keith So this isn't Keith, Malley. Keith, Keith and the Girl Keith. No. This is a Keith who, who for a year lived in, in New York and hung out with Keith, Keith and the girl Keith. For real? Um, was he like their um, sidekick? <laughs> a hanger a, on, part a, of their posse? a frequent guest. He won a stand-up competition and, mm. um, and uh, went down and stayed there and never came back. Well, I just came back, actually. Um, came back as in? What uh, you back to Canada. Oh, he's Canadian. He is Canadian. Holy shit, we have no Canadian peoples. <laughs> Apparently we do, I just think they're all Danish. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so uh, so I put out a challenge to uh, to some people to submit some stories. and, and Keith, challenge? Keith McNally is the only one who rose to the we challenge. We don't have to pay for this, do we? No. Okay, good, because well, we not. are not, we are not, not, we do not pay our authors. I'm not sure what I promised At Air Out My Shorts, we're very proud to not support the arts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, uh, so I guess he's addressed this to me. Oh. Hey man, how you been? That last week I was in New York, which he was, he actually left after, after the stand-up. He'd been there for a year and then he was taking a ride back to Canada. Mm. To rest on his laurels? Yes. <laughs> to, go, to go back to the Sunnyvale Trailer Park or wherever he's from. Uh, out east. Or down east, as they say. Um, that last week I was in New York. The week of Keith's show was a blast. Keith Ma- Malley. Keith Malley. Not McNally. Yes. God, that's confusing. It made New York go from suck to awesome, and I credit that solely with you. New York does not suck, ever. <laughs> he hated New York. Oh, Jesus. He hated it. All right, partially to you, but I do not find you unpleasant. Well, that's very nice. Thank you very much. <laughs> I Keith. love you that. Know, you know what? I did not find you unpleasant. You know, that's the equivalent of I don't disagree. and i hate when people say that i don't disagree which actually means you're an idiot (laughs) (laughs) i say that don't i i don't know i I, I just i hate uh, there's no phrase that bothers me more oh well whatever is my number one most hated phrase but flipping Um, snooty snotty 
Bah. Um, uh, crazy thing is, is I that did not find you unpleasant. Pleasant. Um, McNally is known Which for being means, a notorious cheapskate, but he actually bought me a drink when I was there. Okay, but it means other people did find you unpleasant. <laughs> well, I'm sure that more than one person found me unpleasant. Um, you can be quite unpleasant. <laughs> that's true. True. Check this out. We'll get back to the story in a second. <laughs> Look at this. I don't know how they're getting away with it, but my cigarette brand, because I don't know if our listeners know, we probably talked about it years ago, but our cigarette packages have to be more than, or at least 50% covered with warnings about lung cancer. Yes, which is why you can't get international cigarettes in tobacco stores now. Okay, so I don't know how they're getting away with it, but my fabulous cigarette brand is putting these adorable little pull-off stickers a tasty moment in history and they're all goofy little like moments in in smoking history and they're all pro smoking (laughs) and they're going to get caught because this is just so anti-canadian that one's not nearly as funny as the one i pulled off yesterday the one i pulled off yesterday was basically that people were being mistaken for the icon, the, the you know. The um, avatar or logo. Avatar, that's a good one. Um, in the 1880s, people were being mistaken for him. And the paparazzi were saying, is this the guy? Is this the guy? And it was, like, I don't know if these are real or made sailor up. sailor looks the same. They're hysterical. And they're so pro-smoking. Like, it's about tasty, yay, smoking. Yeah, they're crazy. Uh, the government's going to put a serious stop to this fast. <clears throat> yeah. Like, this one's what? Don't see that last July 17th, 1877. First package of beep, beep. sold. <laughs> beep was the first package tobacco. One day in 1877, we decided smoking is about great tobacco. So why not make it more convenient? Call it a little smoke breakthrough in tobacco packaging. And the story continues. And each one's different. It's fucking That's awesome. Crazy. Yeah, I've been enjoying Oh, I now, know. Now, the thing that I don't get oh, is that... Oh, crackdown's going to be... I know. I thought they that can't, it would... They can't cover that up. No, but, but I thought I, that, that... But they're... They're reclaiming their space on their own packaging. I, I figured that they'd make this so that it peels off and then it sticks over that. But that would that, rock. That, that would be no, dumb. No, it's, it's weird. It pulls off and then it doesn't stick again. So I've just been keeping them and I love them. Anyway, it's fun. So back to okay, uh, so back Keith to McNally, Mally, Mally, Mally. For the record, by the way, Keith McNally was one of the more normal people that, that I met there more normal which mm. which i guess isn't that's right i mean i met a lot of great people but um i don't know maybe just hearing him on the show all the time it's like just didn't feel quite as weird as it did with other people anyway i wrote a story for air out my shorts if you were to assume that i didn't work hard on it i'd be terribly offended but would likely concede that that was true so if it doesn't work for the show no sweat but it was kind of fun to write it off the top right off the top of my head and see what happened Keith Yay. McNally. Thank you, Keith McNally. I wish I knew who you were. I think <laughs> Buttons is upset that I don't. But, you know, we travel in different circles. Mm. And I That's am true. not unpleasant. 
<laughs> All right, so this is uh, called The Quest. Wait a second, where, right? where in Canada is he from? Like, uh, could we eventually do some <clears throat> sort of podcast meetup thing here? <laughs> no, I've been thinking we should yeah, for, resurrect those for silly our, things. Or ten, uh, ten... Three Canadian listeners. Three Canadian listeners. Well, I was thinking international. So he's not local, local, right? Uh, no, he's... Um, I think I think he's from some tiny town in New Brunswick. Oh, okay. It's a sunny, Sunnyville help. trailer park. With so you wouldn't make the drive Ricky. to Toronto for a podcast meetup? No. All right. Not specifically. Okay. Well, I still don't find him Although unpleasant. Although he, he's a bit of a drifter, so... Oh. Uh, so you never like know. Like the littlest hobo? He might uh, just show up and start working at Maybe a sex tomorrow store or something. he's gonna settle down. <laughs> Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on. And latching on to pseudo-celebrities and sucking up all their fame and glory. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the Quest by Keith McNally. Bilbax the Barbarian wiped his bloody sword across his talbird and in the process mildly mutilated his penis. But he made no grimace. Is it, how do you say that fucking word? What? Grimace? grimace? Yeah. I, Grim- always, I Grim- always say grimace. grimace. Yeah, but I said, said that once and someone you, said that... You said mildly really strangely and I thought you said Marley and I got confused that somebody mutilated his penis but, but apparently he mutilated his own penis. Mildly. Yes. Anyway, grimace. But he made no grimace. Gr- grimace is, is grimace. like the is like the McDonald's character. Yeah, grimace. I think we had this conversation before. No, we did not. But I could have sworn that someone like laughed at me for saying that. Why said would it was there grimace. be a character named Grimace? I don't know. Representing McDonald's, that well, makes there no sense. There was a fucking burglar, and a child molester, or something like that. One hey. of them was a child molester, but it was Ronald. Hmm. But he no, made no grimace. For pain had long ceased to be a bed companion to his harsh and errant life. Ednara the prostitute said, Watch thy blade, for it pierces parts which should nary feel the touch of cold steel. Don't fucking tell me what to do, Bilbax replied. In fact, fuck off. I'm tired of your shit. I care not for thine attitude, she said. Verily, I find it quite dickish. I find the cocks you sit upon as you... (laughs) (laughs) It's like we're having a real conversation. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) I find the cocks you sit upon as your primary means of employment to be also quite dickish. Cocks should be dickish, in my opinion. Well, I think he's being (laughs) What, you think I'm missing the point? Huh? Huh? Am I not smart enough for Keith McNally? Fuck off. I'm tired of your shit. In fact, I am. Where are we? Where are you? <laughs> I can't. My ears keep popping. He, he answered, quite in the form of dicks, them as might fit snugly within your well-plied vagina. Ew. <laughs> Ew. She sighed. I don't know why we always have to fight while we're on a quest. If we just got our asses in gear and found three beaver pelts, he's a Warcraft player! Yay! I don't know about that. Oh, damn right he is. He's looking for beaver pelts on a quest with a whore. Well, it's Canadian. He probably plays with me. (laughs) 
I might be the whore he's talking about, for God's Could sakes. Be. Okay, we're... I don't know why we always have to fight on a quest. Why we... I don't know why we always beaver have... pelts, beaver okay, pelts. Okay, beaver pelts, beaver pelts. If we just got our asses in gear and found three beaver pelts, we could be at home drinking whiskey. Who gave us this quest, anyway? He asked. It wasn't your ex, was it? Why would it matter if it was? His money's as good as anyone else's. And how about his cock? His cock that you continue to sit upon daily. Is it as good as anyone else's? Why, I would guess that it's better. Probably the best you've ever had, hence your inability to see squatting upon it. <laughs> I love this story. I don't know what it's about, but I like it. It's... It certainly sounds like his voice. Whose voice? <laughs> Keith McNally's. Oh, see, how the fuck would I know? So he's a total Warcraft geek. <laughs> oh, trust me. Uh, trust no. me. And he's a Lord of the Rings geek because his character's name is Bilbax. Yeah, no, I've, I, 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 for some reason, get the impression that that uh, he doesn't play Warcraft and probably hates the Lord of the Rings. Oh, for Christ's sake! Why can't you just let me pretend? Oh, let me pretend away. Let me live in my fantasy world of questing and pelts. Look, you just cut off part of your own dick. She said. You sliced into it and pretended that it didn't even happen. That's what you expect me to squat upon? That whittled, knobby thing? What if I were to pay your going rate, which, if I recall, currently sits at or around seven pence? Would you then squat upon my whittled, knobby penis? Dun-dun-dun! <laughs> of course I would, and you know that. I am a businesswoman, first and foremost, but this bickering is causing us to tarry. Let us return to our questing. Three beaver pelts await. <laughs> Yay! Yay! But then a dragon ate them, and they were all dead. Not all tales are happy ones in Dragony Vale, and so it is in life. Dragony Vale? <laughs> That's the first mention of that mystic place. <laughs> Far off place, just north of... Uh... <laughs> Just north <of> Delarin. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Keith McNally. Yeah, somewhere around the Ice Crown. That was. Just I think it's near it. the tournament grounds. Shut up. Fuck off. So that. Uh, Fuck yes. off! I'm tired of your shit. That was Keith McNally. In fact, I am tired of your shit. <laughs> Fuck off. That was my favorite line in the whole thing, other than the squatting and the dick. If you, is it like you know? If you squat long enough on a dick, do you own it? Uh, Squatter's right. In England, probably. Oh. I don't think here. No. I don't like the word dick. We've probably talked about that many times. Dick and boner. I don't like those words. <laughs> Boner's I, I don't, ridiculous. I don't remember dick. I remember the boner conversation. They're though. totally in fact, not in fact, sexy in words. In fact, it's the name of a show, one of our episodes. Dick is very derogatory, and it sounds tiny. Dick, 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 dick. How many dicks is that? I don't know. A lot. That's the correct answer. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you very much, Keith McNally, for sending in that story. We need some more Keith and the Girl people to send in stories. See if they can do better than Keith. Story. Dick, 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 Dale. Dick, Dale. Dick, 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 dick.
How many dicks is that? A lot. A lot. Okay, now what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's play some phone calls. Oh, okay. wait, we only have one. Oh, fuck. Fuck, and guess, guess. Take a wild fucking guess who it's from. Mm, Nobilis? Gee, you think? Hey there, Preston. Hey there, whore. This is Nobilis calling. And I know you never play voicemails on your show, at least not very often, but I just had to call in about episode 121 with Aria's wonderful gag reflex story. I thought that was very entertaining, especially the bit at the end. And uh, I just wanted to express my sincere bravo for a marvelous story marvelously read. Um, I mean, ordinarily I listen to air on my shorts for the, uh, for the, uh, much more for the, for the personalities than for the fiction. Um, and having submitted stories to it, I am, uh, can confidently say that the stories that appear there are mostly crap, but this one was an exception. Thank you so much for bringing it to me. Look, I got ashes all over the motherfucking table. It's because you're a filthy whore. I'm embarrassed to say, Nobilis, <clears throat> and we're talking to you directly now, one-on-one. -on -one. Well, two on one, actually. We're squatting on Nobilis. <laughs> We're gonna own his ass. We play every single phone call that we get on the Air Up My Shorts hotline as we get them. So that should tell you a little something about how many phone calls we get. So you repeatedly keep accusing us of never playing our phone calls on the show like we're just ignoring them. Trust me, we want those phone calls. We just don't get them. We don't get them. They're always from you. They're almost always from you. And when they're not, we're actually surprised. Right? That's true. It's true. But we don't want you to stop calling. In fact, you could give us the nobilis moment of the week or something like that. The nobilis prize. <laughs> I want to win go. the nobilis prize. This is very coveted. Very, um, you know, big. Mm. And I do not find you unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> hey, send us your short stories of 800 words or less or thereabouts. Shorts at theitspot.com. <clears throat> Uh, any anyone else from the Keeping the Girl camp who thinks they can do better than Keith McNally, please, uh, please submit. Why? Why do you only care about their stories? What what kind of kickbacks are you getting from them? None. I'm trying to get stories to be sent. To oh, us. okay. Uh, we like stories. It's stories are good. It's called air up my shorts. We need them. <laughs> we need them. Called an incentive. Incentive. Um, and uh, join us on the forums. There's something. There's sometimes something interesting there. Quite often, not. Can you not. just pretend there is, so that there's <laughs> okay. reason? Okay, join the forums. Right. It's a fantastic mm. place to get to to meet uh, other fans of the show. And um, that's it. Call our audio comment line. Three hundred five seventy six shows. That's three hundred five seventy six shows. As in, shows me your whittled knobby penis. Good night. Bye. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts!
Shorts. Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Arrow Up My Shorts merchandise available now at cafepress.com slash arrow my shorts. I can speak very much the French. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin. Pod Riot.